It's election night. It's election night. Dun, dun, dun. Oh, heavens. What an exciting day. Let's sing and then we'll get there. Well, I want to say hi. People don't know who we are. If they've oh, never... okay. Oh, true. <laughs> I'm just got really excited about the singing. Yeah. Hi, guys. Hey, guys. Do you want to do the intro since we're already backwards? <laughs> yeah. Uh, welcome to the West Wing Podcast. My name is Sally. <laughs> My name's Andrea. This is called winging that it. That felt so weird. <laughs> Super that was, weird. That was insane. Okay, well, if you... Never mind. You can go listen to other episodes. We're going to talk about the episode, Election Night, and we're very excited. Let's yeah. sing, because we got lots to talk <laughs> about. Maybe. All right. You wouldn't believe the number of times in a day I find myself humming that to myself. Really? <laughs> Whoops. Yep. Maybe that's why you're so oh, good yeah. at it. <laughs> you know Again, it. I just wanted to re- I just wanted to remind everyone that we put that music in in post, so we're not actually singing yes. along to it. Yes. Let's please all remember that on an episode-by-episode basis, that we are not actually that insane. Or that bad at singing. And that usually I do it on purpose. Yeah. Just... Because it's more fun. It's kind of an unlikely thing to do. You think like, oh, they're making a podcast and they're spending lots of time doing this. They'd probably want to be really good. Nope. That's where you're wrong, no. my friend. That's the joke, guys. I know. Uh, that's the joke. Jokes are allowed on our podcast. hey <laughs> So, let's do the TikTok because I'm really excited about it. Go for it. Recap. Guys. In this episode, there is not a lot going on. <gasps> what? Yep. Yep. Oh, yep. Man. I know you're confused. I'm so glad you pointed that out. We introduced ourselves in the in backwards ways, and now I usually TikTok is when I usually say there's so oh, there's much going on in this episode, <laughs> and there's not. Now I should clarify that like there is a lot going on, but it all revolves around election. It's election day, election night. So there is Don is trying to campaign for just one vote. I love it. And <laughs> Sam is watching the California race very California race very very closely. As he should, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, Charlie is hanging out with some kids, which is fun. Mm-hmm. And so yeah, the, and Toby's going to see the Ugh. first sonogram of his oh baby, Andy. So like there is stuff happening, but it all feels like a much more cohesive storyline. Yes. Everyone except for Toby and Andy are pretty much in the White House. Mm-hmm. We're hanging out. It's just you know it it felt like one big storyline. It takes all takes place on the same day. So is that one of your favorite uh, Charlie storylines? Is that what you were talking about? I remember a couple um, episodes ago not- you said that there was like a Charlie storyline that you really loved coming up or in the future um, maybe not then it might have been it might have been just the anthony storyline that's one of my favorite charlie storylines is when he throws anthony up against the wall because he calls cj a bitch that's my favorite mm-hmm. um but or there might be something i'm not thinking of right at the moment but okay. the thing about it is i don't even love charlie this much in this episode my favorite part about it is and i can't remember the other guy's name but anthony brings his friend yeah I really can't remember his name to save my life, which is terrible, but he brings his friend, and he's my favorite part of it, but, well, specifically when he goes to vote, that's my favorite part of it. It's great. Because he's so excited, and he barely fits in the box, and then when he gets done, he's like, I'm going to go again. That's just the best. It's like, you're just like, America. Mm. I mean, you can't go again, but, (laughs) so, anyway. 
Yeah, I loved it. I love his name is Orlando. Orlando, yeah. Yeah, I definitely didn't catch that. Uh, and I had this. Was it Orlando? I don't even remember them saying that because now I'm wondering. I have a friend named Orlando. And so I'm wondering if his name was Orlando. I don't know. Anyway. Yeah, I loved, I loved, <laughs> since we're just talking about him, I loved when Josh runs into him. And then, yes. not not so much the slapstick of that moment, but I love when he, when Orlando, Orlando, now I'm self-conscious about it. I'm sorry. When he starts talking to Josh and he's like, well, I wanted to play, but then, you know, open can of Pabst. <laughs> like Josh knows anything yeah, of what he's, he's talking like, about. I had an open can of Pabst and that's the way it goes. <laughs> yeah. And Josh is just like, yeah. <laughs> and Josh, he says, yeah, even though he has no idea. It's really great. I love the slapstick part too. It, the whole thing was really funny. Mm-hmm. And then they stole a goat and Charlie's like, what would you feed? I guess we should give background in case you guys haven't watched this in a while. Anthony shows up at the White House with his friend who's in trouble because he was caught riding around with an open can of Paps, which is just funny to me that they, he was drinking PBR. Um, but because it's I don't, anyway, I just feel like PBR is so many different things to so many different people. Like it's a very it's sort of a hipster thing in Nashville, but like yeah. For everybody else, it's just like a, it's just cheap beer. Anyway, <laughs> I digress. Um, so uh, he's trying to help him, trying to help him out because he's going to play football, blah, blah, blah. So they end up hanging out with Charlie for the day, which is, provides lots of funny things like, like Anthony not having seen any musicals. Yeah. He calls him Officer Krupke, which is a West yeah. Side Story reference, if you didn't know. And I was in West Side Story. Yeah. In my college production of it. And I played a shark. So that tells you about how much diversity we had in my school. <laughs> um, I also love it when Charlie said, like, why did he steal a goat? No, I don't care. I, just, I don't want to. I, just, yeah, I don't care. I just I don't love care. it anytime somebody decides that they don't care mid-thought and they choose to express, yeah. express it. I'm like, going to start doing know. that. Never mind. <laughs> yeah. There was a lot of comedy. Oh, whoa. Sorry. We totally, we jumped ahead. I got excited about the voting thing, but we have to start with the opening, with the both, the, oh my with, with the cold opening, and then mm-hmm. with the Temp the Wrath. Oh, yeah. The, the-, the cold opening is they, Toby gets just Josh back for the prank, and oh. Josh is at his polling place, and he runs into people, and they're like, oh, I voted for him in all the columns, and like, oh, I, I you know, I ranked the candidates in order of who I wanted and like all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's one of my, it was just hilarious. It's one of my favorite comedic scenes in the whole series, honestly. Like, is I'm, it really? Yeah, I'm currently huh. making a list of like the top 25 most comedic uh, okay. scenes in the series. And this is, this is yeah. definitely on it for me. I don't, if anybody else is with me, right. back me up. But also the actress who plays Martha in A League of Their Own. Wait, not Martha, Marla in A League of Their Own mm-hmm. is one of the little, uh, actors in the troupe in the cold opening which i thought was fun <laughs> but it was really really great so <laughs> that was fun i don't even know what else to say about it but then we go we go straight from that into we go to the credits but then we go to they're all sitting around in the morning in the roosevelt room mm-hmm. just talking about the day and sam makes a comment about them winning and toby's like no 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 no, no. <laughs> what did you just say and then he's like you gotta go outside and turn around three times and spit and you're gonna tempt like, the wrath of the whatever from high atop the thing. I mean, that's that yeah, is classic. Which is, yeah, with, yeah, it's a really famous line. I feel like, and then 
everyone's kind of acting like he's crazy. And then Josh comes in and he's like, no, 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 no. You got to go outside and turn around three times and curse. And spit. <laughs> and so Sam just goes outside and does all the things. <laughs> oh. Him the wrath of whatever from high top of the thing. It just doesn't get better So we pretty than much that, know we're going to win. Yeah. Yes. We pretty much know we're going to win the whole episode, which is a little slightly anticlimactic, but it's still fun to watch mm-hmm. the whole day. Uh, we can talk about Toby and, and Andy. Yep. So, you know, I, I'm just, I don't remember everything about this storyline, and I think it's because, like, I, I don't know why it is. I don't remember everything about the storyline, so I don't remember if we find out more information about this, but did... So we don't, or we don't, I'm pretty sure we don't know if they just had a one-night stand or if she ended up using some of the frozen things. I don't think, I don't think we know. And so it's odd to me. I don't think they ever clarify it. It's just, it, the whole the whole dynamic of it is odd. I guess it would make more sense if they had a one-night stand because it's like, okay, I'm just going to keep it. Like, I'm ready. Da, 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 da. It feels different if she, I don't know. I, I just don't know. It just is such a weird dynamic that she's so she seems so like cold to him sometimes. Mm-hmm. Like when he's asking her to marry him, and she's just like, "No, I'm not doing it," which is fine. That's her prerogative, obviously. But then she's sweet to him other times and sort of treats him like you know, like she loves him other times. It just feels like a weird dynamic. It's like well, they haven't been know. divorced that long, so there's that. Regardless They've been of when divorced it was. at least three years. Not three, because this is only this is uh, hmm, uh well, almost three years. Well, <laughs> yeah, yeah guess, and in those three years, we have not seen her really much. They've always kind of had a flirty thing going on, though. Yeah, in like the three episodes we've seen her in, mm-hmm. I mean, they definitely have a flirty thing going on. That's what I'm saying, though. We don't know their dynamic, and so that just makes it a weird situation because it's like, okay, she's saying no to him. It's like, in what? How does she see Toby being involved in this? You know, maybe she didn't so, think it through. Maybe they just, you know, I don't know, had a, had a yeah. chance encounter that happened to I work out. I think that makes more sense to me. Yeah, but the reason why it doesn't really make sense, and not that we're going to spend too much time on it, but is that like she was having fertility issues before? You know what I mean? So it's like, yeah, they, well, they yeah, could have but had that's like just a the kind of random irony that... thing. <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah, I think Pam even said that in an email that like that's. You know, it just, yeah, it makes sense. It doesn't make sense, but, like, it's just so ironic that they would have, that that's how life works, that they would have that one night stand and then, yeah, you know. Well, I do, I so. love, and I know you've said the same thing, too, that you love what the fatherhood storyline brings out in Toby. And I, yes. I totally agree. I just love seeing this side of his personality that's softer and not so yeah, I mean, obsessed with justice. At one point, he's, you know, staring at the sonogram and he's like, because I think it, I can't remember if it's Sam or Josh. Someone's talking to him about election things, and Josh is talking to yeah, him. Yeah, and he's staring. Okay, <laughs> he's staring at the sonogram, and he's like, "I can't figure out if it's a boy, which one's the boy, and which one's the girl." And it's like that in itself is such a different side. Like we're talking about election stuff. Yeah, it's election night. Election and night. You're concentrated, so like that is fun. It's even more fun once they are actually born, and we see him actually, you know, like really. Stepping into the father role more, but it, um, but it's but, also it's also funny though because uh, Josh gets concerned that he's like turned into another person, and then immediately Toby yells at someone, so he's like, "Oh, never mind, yeah. you're still you." 
Yeah. So that's all going on. I I really enjoy the fatherhood storyline. I just don't, I don't as much enjoy the beginning of it because there is so little clarity about it. Mm. And then by the time he is the father, you kind of forget that and you're like, all right, well, this is what it is. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's cute though. That our kids have heads. Yeah. You know, that line. Yeah. And, yeah, you know, yeah, like, yeah. It's cute. Yeah. Those bodies of yours. I don't know how you live with them. And he's like, I like the outsides. <laughs> you know, there's just like a lot of cute, cute stuff going on. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. And also, I love, just before we pivot to the next thing, I love when Josh is talking to Toby before they are leaving to go to the sonogram. I just love every line that Josh yes. says to him. It's so absurd. And he plays it so yeah. straight, too, that you're kind of like, yeah. Josh, do you know anything? Or are you being just funny? And he's just being really funny. <laughs> yeah, that was really funny. Um, speaking of Josh, Josh can't get into the senior staff meeting. Uh, I love this whole episode. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, I really enjoy it. Um, it's What's weird is that it it's so funny that it's such an important night. It's election day. Well, it's such an important night, but they make jokes about like not having anything to do. Because I was just about to say, it's weird that it's such an important day, but then there are parts of the episode that feel like one of the weekend episodes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, they sort of feel like people are just hanging around. Right. You know? mm-hmm. uh, but I do really like it. But Debbie is laying down the law. Yeah. Yeah, she is. Yeah. <laughs> okay. She has sorry, I had to yawn. she has new rules about who can come not who can come to senior staff, but you have to have your memo to come to senior staff and you have to be on time and da da da, da and her and Josh da, go da, back da. and forth about it. Yeah. I, I realized it as soon as I did it. <laughs> she has her rules about how you have to have a memo and you have to bring the memo with you and you have to be there on time. And she only lists three rules, and she sent out an email, and of course, Josh did not pay attention to the email, and he shows up without his memo and shows up late and all this stuff, so it's just, it was just really great, and their interaction was great. She has a very different feel than Miss Landingham, but that's, I mean, that's a good thing, Mm -hmm. because you couldn't have tried to recreate Miss Landingham and her sort of sweetness, even when she was being sassy with the boys, like, oh, you can't have a cookie. She was still so different, so... I really like that. I love she goes into President Bartlett's place uh, and or place into his place. The Oval into Office. His <laughs> office into the Oval <laughs> Office and she's fixing things and President Bartlett has the line about, you know, I don't know what you thought about who you thought was out there, but she wasn't a rube and mm-hmm. and then when Debbie is leaving, she's like, In my life I never would have thought she was a rube and I just really enjoyed I, I liked that whole interaction. I thought it was sweet. I thought it was endearing us. Yeah, Debbie a lot. It's true. However, didn't she right before she said that say you and I haven't met? She said you and yeah, I, you well, and I, I haven't she, met. But I never. I think it's that. just a hyperbole of like you don't really know me. Yeah, it's so kind of thing. It's so not you know. It's just like a. It's so strange that to I guess it would just be strange for anybody to hire somebody new to such a position that requires a great amount of trust and involvement. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, yeah, that, and personal. Yeah, like it's very a very personal job. Yeah, absolutely. But I love it because she's making changes that really benefit the office. She's like, well, on an average yeah. day, he's overscheduled, and then he gets done late, and then he doesn't sleep. And she's also yeah. concerned about the MS, which is uh, something else we need to talk about because she says, yeah. you know what? If I place the calls, then you don't have to worry about forgetting if you did or not. And I you, right. I love just the turn and the way that you see him soften once 
you understand where she's coming from because then you realize, oh, she's not doing this just to exert her own power. And I love that first interaction with Josh when he thinks that that's what she's doing, but really she's, she's looking after president Bartlett. So point points to Debbie on that. But yeah, absolutely. We do see the MS coming into play more. So we're getting hints of that, you know, now that we've finally dealt with the legal ramifications of hiding it. Now we have the whole enchilada of, oh, crap, he still has MS and, you know, he can't sign the papers, you know, in the in the car when he asked Charlie to give them to him, you know, and yeah, yeah, yeah. All of that stuff's popping up. Right. It is. It is. It, the only thing about it is that it does feel a little kind of contrived to me. I don't know, in the sense that, like, oh, everything's going well, so we better mm-hmm. yeah. bring something up right. that's not going well. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I mean, that's just that's just if I'm looking for something to pick on. But, um, yeah, it, it it's coming into play. I have mixed feelings about the entire MS storyline, but... Tell us all your feelings. (laughs) Well, it's just, it's not mixed feelings. I I don't even know, really. It's that I I feel like I should feel more strongly about it, maybe. There are parts of it that I really like that we'll get to. Uh, Not really like, because it's all kind of tough to watch. It's frustrating to watch. Not frustrating, but it's hard to watch a character you really care about be frustrated. You know, and can't sign the papers, and when he couldn't see the teleprompter. Maybe I like it more than I think. Maybe it's just sort of an uncomfortable thing to watch happen to him. Yeah, I don't know. for sure. That absolutely is. And at the end of the episode, you know, Abby's noticing it. He went off the prompter. Yeah. So that's a concern. Yeah. And she, like, said, you know, should, do you want some water? Do you want to hold it in your hand? Like, she can tell what's going on. And this is right. the other notable quotable, aside from the tempting the wrath from high atop the thing, <laughs> from the whatever high atop the thing, that... She says, you know, you're going to have more days like this. And yeah. and then when she says, you got lots of nights, I'm like, ugh. Yeah. Oy vey. Yeah. That was a sweet moment. That was a sweet moment. It wasn't crazy at yeah. all. <laughs> so, Donna. Donna. Has kind of a fun episode. She does. This is a great <laughs> Donna episode. Yes. Donna is. <laughs> Donna has cast her absentee ballot and she accidentally selected the Republican ticket and like did the line down the Republican ticket which first of all can I just say this is gonna make some of our listeners angry because I'm showing my age but I'm so glad that I have always only voted on an electronic machine (laughs) (laughs) I have never had to vote on a real ballot um so I'm very thankful for that in watching this episode but Donna filled out her absentee ballot and she accidentally selected the wrong ticket and she's very upset about it obviously my favorite thing my favorite part of this is imagining what would have happened if josh hadn't looked at the ballot if he had just taken it straight to president bartlett and had president bartlett sign it (laughs) and what kind of dialogue we would have gotten from president bartlett when he realized that she voted for richie uh so that would have been fun but Josh did notice, and he told her, and so she decides to go campaign, basically, to get someone to switch their vote, which is just the most Donna thing. It's just sweet and, like... I loved it. I, I loved it. It, it, it. You know, we talk about it, things being idealistic all the time on there, but she talks about it being an honor thing, and it just... It was just a sweet little storyline And that's how me. that's how we meet Christian Slater. Yes. Yes, it is. Jack Reese on the scene. I, we were talking about this off 
recording off record off record uh, a little behind the scenes well, i was about to say off camera but that there's not a camera no um, i hope not we were talking about this beforehand but i i love it i love christian slater and i hate that i love him because he's got kind of a checkered past <laughs> but i think he's great in this role and obviously we love donna's first suitor which was was it cliff or clint Cliff. I, Cliff. I loved him, but I can't even remember. Like the White Cliffs of Dover. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. And so I loved him, but Christian Slater's character is kind of like more of a man? I don't know. I thought the other guy suited Cliff. down for a little bit, but you he's know, what? He's like softer than Cliff. You know, he's more... You think he's softer than Cliff? Yeah. I think he's more... Cliff... I mean, he's sweet, but he's sort of got... I mean, you know, he's a lieutenant commander. I don't know. Oh, he's definitely... They're both like really good men. There are a few good yeah. men. Hey, uh, But I love, you know, he's, like, opening the door for the people, and he already, like, agreed. Like, yeah, it's an honor thing. So he's, like, yeah. he's a champ. Yeah. It's been a while, yeah, I will say. It's been a while since we've had any sort of Josh and Donna anything. Um, except for those, like, teeny moments that only we notice. But even even that was, I I don't remember anything in season Four and even the tail end of season three. So I'm just saying it's been a hot minute. So it's about time that Donna has somebody else to pay attention to. Well, we had that just a couple episodes ago. We had that awkward uh, how'd you sleep moment. Okay. And like, fair so enough. we've had like <laughs> tiny things like that. I mean, there are things that aren't aren't memorable, but like her, him touching her waist and like different things like that. And But like in terms of know, story, there, there are teeny tiny things. There are no big storylines. No. Yeah. You have to really look, no, 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 look for it. But no, I love I love that he's on the scene. I love the whole storyline. Also like I do. I think it's really I also cute. like with Donna and Sam have a scene together, which I feel like doesn't happen yeah. that often. Well, let's talk about it. I don't really have feelings about it one way or the other, but let's just talk about Sam telling Donna first. How do we feel about that? I like it because it's such a big deal that I don't think he would bring it up to the boys first right I think he's definitely not ready to bring it up to the boys I think it's I think that and maybe I'm just reading too much into this but I if I if we were to go back and count the statistics I've probably used idealistic about Sam and Donna more than anybody else in the series I think that they share this sort of like awe and like respect and this reverence about the government and about how things work and so I I don't know. I just kind of feel like even subconsciously he might be drawn to that. Like Donna will get it, you know? Mm-hmm. Like Donna will see that I had to say, you know, that I would do it or whatever. So and I, I kind of like that. I feel like they're kindred spirits in that kind of sense. And they're like, that. They're, that they're kind of, you know, we talked last episode about, or two episodes ago about Josh and Donna being Bambi-esque. But like by nature, I feel like Donna and Sam are sort of Bambi-esque most yeah, of the time. Yeah, Sam definitely has Bambi moments. For sure. Yeah. Naivety. I mean, he has great strong moments too, obviously, but yeah, in general. Deers can be both strong and yeah. unassuming. <laughs> so true. Was the other time that so they true. had a scene together really, was it on somebody's going to emergency, someone's going to jail? Is that where she goes into his office and hugs yes. him? Yes. Yeah. It's so- where his dad, they find out things about his dad and she's trying to get him to help her friend. Right. Yeah. Yeah, so it's, so, yeah, that's it's not often that we have it, but I like it. I like it a lot. Yes. Yeah, I thought it was great. Um, I thought it was great. You got anything else? 
I mean, there were a lot of great lines, but I hate to. I always hate when I'm just like, oh, there are here are these eight great lines. Like, no, you guys, the listeners know that there are great lines. <laughs> I know. I just love everything about this episode. Like, oh, it, we didn't mention that Toby and Andy, their pregnancy is going to become public. Right, that's kind of a big thing. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's happening. And I love that's something to keep in mind. I love any time that people in relationships can. Uh, find the opportunity to do their job on behalf of the other person. Like, I love that Toby's like, yeah. hey, how about I throw you a press conference? Like, that's something he can do <laughs> with his eyes closed, that's you know, cute. or how yeah. about I write you a press yeah. release? And I don't know. I just think it's, it's like fun. like Greg Kinnear and you've got mail. Yes. Oh, the, the, probably the one person who's not guest starred on The West Wing. <laughs> Hopefully he hasn't because we'll get an email saying that he did. Yeah, I do. I just love it. So, I mean, if you guys haven't rewatched Election Night in a while, just go back and enjoy. Yeah, do do these. I think these three, maybe debate camp, game on Election Night are a good little set of three that aren't too like dramatic, too high stakes. Mm-hmm. You know, you're not gonna lose any sleep over them, but they're just fun. Yeah. So, if so next time you're feeling yeah. sick or something, and you need like something to watch, <laughs> just sit down and watch Election Night. And Do we have an MVP? Love your life. Um, gosh. gosh. Uh, I don't know. I don't. This I, is a very even keeled episode. I don't want to pick Bartlett. I I kind of like Donna. <laughs> yeah. I feel like. Oh, there was a teeny tiny scene where Sam sings, and I have to mention it because it was the best. <laughs> he sings about Will Bailey's name. I remember. He's also did those like yeah. impressions of. Oh, do we didn't did we talk about we talked about Sam telling Donna, but we should mention too that he's watching the race in California, and it's very, very, very close, uncomfortably close. Mm. He doesn't want it to be close, and there's things about rain and yeah. yeah. <laughs> I like that they do spell so. out like how unlikely. He he thought it would be, and all the reasons why right. it was a perfect storm that right. it was ending well, because up this in way. real life, yeah, it's very unlikely. So, so it doesn't seem like he's just trying to jump ship, and it, right. it's good that we yeah, think that, he, even though we know that the actor was j- jumping yeah. ship. True. Oh boy, uh, I don't know if I can even pick an MVP. Can I? I'm gonna plead the fifth on this one. Okay, that's that's fine. Really, nobody nobody won it for me. That's okay. I'm going to vote for Donna, just so we can pick someone, because I really like Maybe I'll give it to Orlando. Yeah, that's great. For wanting to vote twice, because I feel you, bro. Want to vote twice, too. You got the open paps. What are you going to do? Yeah. I don't know. All right, well, tell us who you guys would pick for your MVPs, and please support it with five facts and other examples, (laughs) and send it to us at thewestwingpodcast.gmail.com, or tweet at us. Facebook us, it's a verb. Hit us up on the Instagram at Winging It Pod. Just talk to us. Just talk to us. We are listening. We're like radio hosts yes. that don't play on the radio. And <laughs> the next episode is Process Stories. Woohoo! Hooray! <laughs> All right. All right. We'll talk. Bye, guys. Bye.